Welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent conference and season fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to another episode. Um, This week, slightly inspired by last week's deep dive into a very short-lived boy group that was like a big deal, it got me wondering, like, what are some of the shortest lived groups ever? Like, what does that look like? So we decided to go take a sampling of a lot of companies and find out who their like shortest lived group was and learn a little about them. (laughs) Yes. In sort of a uh, random game style, right? We just sort of find some bullet points, an overview of these people's career. And I really wanted to just see like if there were any patterns that might have Mm -hmm. led to like these groups not having that long of a time in the spotlight. Sure. Um, Or if there was any sort of pattern to like how many years, like what is the cycle of a short-lived group? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the average is about two years, two years or less. Um, But basically I just grabbed like first the top 10 like biggest K-pop companies. And then because of those 10, we had gotten three of them in the random game before. (laughs) And that felt like, oh, we've already talked about these guys. So I expanded my list and I included some smaller companies in there. And I just chose the, the one shortest. So that might be like some of these companies have more than one group that only lasted for two years or three years or whatever. Uh And then some companies like did didn't have like one company. I don't can't even remember which one it was, but one company like doesn't have. Oh, Fantagio doesn't have any former artists because they only have two. Oh, <laughs> um, and so like they're not on the list. Um, and then there are some two companies that had a much long like their shortest group was way longer, had a much better mm-hmm. career than the rest of these. So there are a couple outliers to the list, but. Anyway, there's no real particular order to this aside from maybe size of company, but in no particular order. In no particular order. Let's learn about some groups that didn't last very long and probably get a little sad. A little bit. I definitely have big sads about a couple of the groups on this list, and I grew new sads while watching (laughs) some of these as well. It's true. It's true. All right, so we're going to start with Hybe slash Big Hit. Uh, This is a group that we have gotten in the random game before, and they are called Glam. They were around for two and a half years, from 2012 to 2015, and debuted on July 16th, 2012, uh, with the single Party, parentheses, XXO. XXO, them in the random game though we did not watch this song we watched a song called i like that which has a very different vibe than this well not very different because i guess there are like hip-hop elements to this party song but i feel like i like that goes further Mm. and party felt more k-pop to me yeah i had never heard or seen this before and i was a like surprised by clear budget behind Mm -hmm. it or at least they had a talented vfx person that didn't cost a lot because there's a lot of cgi in the video yeah they're like astronauts slash in space so much is happening and they have like glitter that like bursts out of their chest and they can like fly but they're also on a very cheap like early k-pop street box fake soundstage yeah while there's also all this very expensive cgi so i was like wow this is very interesting Um, And they also, like, I felt like the rap voice choices, like, at the beginning of the song, like, they were really taking some swings with the, like, affectations of the voice. And, like, it was very interesting. And I saw that this song has six writers on it, but one of them is uh, RM from BTS. Oh, interesting. 
Um, so yeah, I liked, I liked the song enough, but it's very repetitive. Like yes. it felt super repetitive. Yeah. I felt the same way. I was like for the first minute and a half of the song, I was like, Oh, this is actually really fun for its time. You know, like I felt mm-hmm. like it was a perfect like 2012 K-pop song. And then by like, two and a half minutes in, I was like, oh, how long is this song? Cause it's so, <laughs> it just becomes the same thing over and over again. Um, but glam, as we learned when we got them in the random game, they disbanded on January 15th, 2015, after one of the members, Dahi, was accused and found guilty of blackmailing an actor um, alongside some other woman. Uh, they blackmailed mm-hmm. him for five billion won, and she was originally sentenced to one year in prison, but was but served a two-year suspended sentence. And I think Big Hit never had a female group again. (laughs) Nope. Nope. And I think that they just picked up Promise Nine, but they put them under Pledis this week. Like, they don't have girl groups. Interesting. (laughs) Wow. Wow. The first cut is the deepest. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. For real. For real. Um, I did. I wrote it. I forgot to mention this, though. I did think that the choreo, like, the choreo for this party song is, like, huge. Yes. Like, big arms. And they are, like, flying and spinning. And I was like, oh, my God, this choreo is, like, going for it. Like, they were just, like, going for it. Um, So it was very entertaining. Very entertaining. Definitely give them that. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, that's the story of glam. Mm -hmm. Two and a half years from Big Hit. The next one on our list, we looked at JYP, and JYP's shortest group was actually just two. Now focus on me. Which was a duo of Yu Gyum and JB from GOT7. And they lasted from 2019 to 2021 when GOT7's contracts expired in January of this year. Um, so they only ever put out the one little mini. Yeah, I think it was just, we got just a single. Did they even was do it a, just a ha- another? Did it have a B-side? Let me look it up. No, I should know this because we got them in the random game like three months ago. Oh my God, we got them long. in the random game too? Wow, even yes, more groups on this. Did. Okay, so... Yo, Focus had six tracks. It was a, oh, there was a mini. Shit. Okay. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So, but that was all that Just Two ever did was just that little mini one music video, a little bit of promoting. Maybe they'll get back together and like keep doing it without JYP. Yeah. Like, now that they're they've on both their put own. out solos this year. So like, why not That's get true. back together? Just Two. <laughs> they can do it if they want to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was funny that that was the only, that was like the shortest group. Because JYP had, I mean, they haven't had like that many, they haven't had that many groups. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they have like a, they've, a small like, handful that they've kind yeah, of like but, kept, held on to. Sure. But they've been around like as long, like almost as long as SM or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you'd think there would be a lot more former groups under the belt or like things that didn't. Because yeah, some of these other companies like just run through groups exactly. and don't. So it was interesting to see that JYP's never never done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Next on our list up from YG, this is our first group that was less than a year. And this group was hard to find information on because they are called XO. Just the letters XO. And they debuted and disbanded in the year 2004. They came out on April 12th with a debut album, Extraordinary, and the single was called It's Only You. able to find a little bit more information about this group i did i couldn't stand that you said you couldn't find anything i was like no there's gotta like if they existed there's gotta be something the only thing i could find was a album review of their debut album which had like three different people commented on this album all gave it like nine stars out of ten um and they just described it as like great r&b music with like a mix of soul and 
Um, yeah, I don't know, but that was it. That was all I could find. Because then I just got like EXO. Yeah. Well, I like, like, are you sure you don't mean EXO? And I was like, I know I usually type EXO, but come on, man, work with me. Not this time. (laughs) Not this time. Yeah. So what I did is I went to Melon because the Melon site has pretty good hyperlinkies. That's also how I've been able to find writing credits lately when Wikipedia doesn't have them because like Melon is really good, but you just got to be able to read the Korean and sort through it and go through that shit. So that's what I did. And I found them on Melon. And when I found them on Melon, I like saw their track list of their songs. So I started typing in the names of all of their songs into YouTube. And they are they had a song that has the same title as a Tiara song. So it was just like only Tiara videos. And I was like, no, that's not what I want. And then I finally <laughs> found the music video for It's Only You. And I found out the names of the members of this group and a little bit more about them. Amazing. Tell us. So it was two guys mm-hmm. One was John Sung-woo, who actually debuted in 1995 in a group called Cult. Ooh. And then debuted solo after this in 2015 and did some drama OSTs. And then the other guy was named Kang Sung-min, and he joined a co-ed group called Forest, but with a number four. Okay. Forest. (laughs) Right. In 2012. Like, so after this as well. So they, I don't know if they just got like put together for this little group, but then they both did some things after, which I was happy to see because their voices are great. Oh my God. I was so (laughs) glad that you found this because of the album review that I had, which described them as an R&B duo. And then like all three reviews were talking about what great singers they were. And I was like, damn, I really want to hear what it is. And it's so worth it. It was so worth Mm -hmm. the wait and worth the search. Yeah, one of... One of them has, like, a very, like, deep, like, Peebo Bryson kind of, like, (laughs) voice. And it, like, was very nice. It just was, like, giving me all the 90s feels. But, yeah, it was, like, one of those drama music videos that doesn't have anybody in it. And the story was really confusing. I watched it twice trying to figure out what was happening, and I couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to remember... All that I wrote was that it had a drama MV. I feel like I wasn't paying attention to the plot. And there's another music video on this list that had mm-hmm. such a crazy... Actually, we're going to talk about it next. But there's yeah. another, that one I think is taking place, taking over in my brain. Sure. <laughs> yeah, this one, it was like... It started with like two people at a restaurant and I was trying really hard to like understand the conversation but with no subs i'm not a great listener i heard her be like how are you and he's like i've been fine and then she's like oh, i have yes. a picture for you right. she like slides a picture across the table and then they like leave the restaurant and he chases her car and he cries and then it like cuts to like the past and then there's like people having nice dates and then there's like a family having like tea in the garden and he like is watching them over the bushes and then he grows and cries in the street and i was like i don't know what's happening here <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. I really didn't. Fair enough. Well, the song is beautiful. The song is great. So that was XO from YG. (laughs) The shortest lived group on the list, maybe? Uh, Yeah, possibly the shortest lived. Possibly. Or maybe tied with another, but very short. Yeah, very very short. short. Next on the list is from SM. And this is a group called Shinvi, which made it maybe a year, question mark? We have some questions about how they ended, but they debuted in April of 2002 with their debut album, 15 to 30. And the title song was called To My Friend. video stars Junjin from Xinhua um, and it has quite a wild plot as well the song itself let's talk about the song first (laughs) because the song itself is beautiful and I do believe that the girls I think the girls in the group are the girls in the music video I believe so I have no reason reason to to not believe that Um, but yeah I thought I wrote that I love this song for this era like I think it's perfect for 2002 but I also could 
100% hear SES. Mm. Like it's, it was almost a guarantee that this song was written for and maybe even demoed by SES. And then they gave it to this group instead because I can like, one of the girls is like singing like Bada. And it's mm. like, I don't know. I could just like hear like, oh, that's who this was probably for. That actually. is possible because they, Shinvi was originally scheduled to debut in late 2001 and then it was pushed back. So it is possible. Mm. And they are like milk technically under an SM subsidiary. So it is possible that they were put on a back burner and then given a rejected SES song. That's pure conjecture, (laughs) but it wouldn't be out of character for SM. It sounded (laughs) the same way that I can confidently say that certain NCT songs were written for shiny. I feel like I can confidently say this this was was written for supposed to be an SES song. Um, But yeah, the music video very confusing. I, I, my best guess is that it's like a minority report holodeck <laughs> type situation. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> yes. Cause there's girls like laying on this big white room, like laying like the minority report robots. They're not in water, but they're like yeah. laying there. And then a woman in a chair is like watching them. And then they like flash back to like ancient, korea times and have a ninja fight in the forest well but then they zap back to their future body like i don't know yeah i mean (laughs) the story i honestly forgot until you said i forgot about the white room which begins and ends the music video because the ancient korea part is so wild like that story on its own it's like cut to three women in a bamboo forest playing traditional instruments and then like and they're dressed like the powerpuff girls like they're in like pink yes, green and blue they each like, have their dresses. own color and then like introduce like the three of them like live together and i guess they i live peacefully playing their instruments in the forest introduce junjin and then we have what appears to be like a love square because mm. junjin like falls for one of the girls and they're like like one of the other girls watches them flirt and is jealous but then there's the same montage of finding the two the pair being flirty and with one person being jealous that happens first with one girl and junjin and then it happens again with another girl and one of the other girls. Yes. And it's like the three, like two of the girls are being flirty and one of the girls is watching jealously. And then just when you're puzzling like, <laughs> oh, are the girls in love? The song stops. <laughs> <laughs> and ninjas fall from the sky, masked. Yes. And they, and Junjin fights them all and to the death. He yeah. dies in it. I was so in shocked. A squelchy, he dies. Like, in a sword. He dies. <laughs> and then, one by one, all of the girls die too. Yeah. <laughs> the ninjas kill everyone. A full minute of the song has not been playing. And then mm-hmm. we cut to back in the white room. The song swells in. And we have like another full at least 45 seconds of them singing the rest of the song in this matrix minority report room. Yeah. And they're like slowly appearing. <laughs> yes. They I don't slowly know. So appear strange. by the woman in black in, in the, the chair. chair. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. I don't know. But the song is beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. I liked it. Their follow up. I did find, um, because it was their only follow up and it was chosen by online polls. So I guess they did some kind of vote to pick what would th- be their second track. And this was also used in some cartoon that I didn't write the yeah, name. I was of. very curious if it was a cartoon or a video game or what they were clearly plugging. Yeah. In whatever it is, the music video has like cut scenes of animation in it. And the song itself sounds like this, like very terrible cartoon theme song like it's, it's a, fev- a fever dream oh god fever yeah dream of a fever song. nightmare i think <laughs> I, oh what a but something that i thought was interesting about the darling music video is that every single comment on the youtube video was in indonesian oh so i don't know what that's hmm. about Maybe that movie or a video game or whatever, or whatever is, it is was. very popular yeah. in Indonesia. I don't know. Possibly. I don't know. But 
more mysteries abound. But uh, the mystery continues because Shinvi's last activity was a song that was on the 2002 Winter Vacation SM Town album, and they've just never done anything since. So they were assumed disbanded, and that was that. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Shinvi. But yeah, they seemed like... I don't know. Like it's always very interesting to me when we do stuff like this and we find these very old groups. Cause I love to scroll the YouTube comments and there's always people who are like, this was my favorite yes, group ever. I saw and that, that stuff this. is so fascinating mm-hmm. to me. I agree. I also was just like clicked in my head. I wonder if Shinvi was initially conceived to be in any relationship to Shinwa. Oh, because they have Junjin in it in yeah. the, their debut music video, and they have the same first syllable. Unless SM just got lazy with the names, maybe. <laughs> Equally, <More> possible. <laughs> Equally possible. Equally <laughs> possible. Yeah, anything's possible. Um, all right, so that was Shinvi. Next, we're gonna take a look at Stone Music Entertainment. And their shortest-lived group was called Swan. And they also lasted less than a year. Debuted July 10th, 2007 with a debut single called Booming Swan. And then, in quotes, a few months later, they were disbanded. And that's... Yeah, this group was hard to find information on. Uh, They are a four-member group. Um, And I found one website that listed them as being under 4Asia Entertainment. And I found another one that listed them under Stone Music Entertainment. And then when I looked up 4Asia Entertainment, I found absolutely nothing. (laughs) Is it a real company? I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) We don't know. Um, But this group, one of the members is Hong Jin Young, who is a trot singer now. She sings Love Battery, which is a very popular trot song. Wait, <laughs> Hong Jin. This was the group that Hong Jin Young was in. Yes. Okay. This is very interesting. Now I, I, I wish I had known that. I would have gone and looked for it. Uh, stay tuned for another time or plug to go watch Unny Slam old episodes of Unny Slam mm. Dunk. But she totally talks about this. <gasps> There's like a point in Unny Slam Dunk where she talks about like how she like was supposed to be debuted in a company. And I think it was like the company went bankrupt or the guy in charge of it was a creep or like, it was definitely like a negative experience that she like talked about, like that she was promised a lot of things and that they Mm. did not happen. And like, I wonder if for Asia entertainment folded and was absorbed or bought out in some way by stone music. And that's why it's listed under both. Yeah. Like if stone bought their catalog in perpetuity or whatever, but like the company's long gone. Interesting. Interesting. But the song that you put on the playlist, booming. What was it called? Um, or call, call me when you hear this song was the title of the song. Oh yes. That's right. Call me when you hear this song. Yeah, and the concept, like the oh, music I couldn't video find started. their debut song. I think ah. is the problem. Okay. Okay, so we listened to what was the name of it? Call me when you hear this song. Yes, it's what it was called. And it like the music video like started with all of the members like working at a daycare, and I was like, I've never seen babysitter concept before. Okay, I thought they were moms at first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is she a single mom? <laughs> like, wow, so progressive. <laughs> but then some dude like comes into the daycare and holds up a CD and he's like, we got to listen to this song. And then the song starts. And then the music video was like a very like that Target music yes. video style where it's like super monochrome. There's a red one and a green one and like um, and a gold room. But I like thought that the song was like nice. It had like disco drums and like disco violin, but it also had like flamenco guitar. There was yes. like a lot going on. In I it. loved the guitar interlude. I li- I liked this song, and all of the ladies can sing really well. Hmm. Yeah. So, 
Swan. Swan. From 2007 to a little while after. (laughs) Yeah. A little while. All right. Next up, we have from Cube. This group is called A Train to Autumn, and they lasted about one and a half years from 2018 to 2020. They debuted on November 5th. 2018 with a single called That Season You Were In. This song was written by Pentagon's Kino and it is interesting. Gorgeous. It's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful song. This song, uh, the music video though, also like doesn't have anybody in it um the um what is the plot of this music video oh this, this one is the, the one fucking was, bummer <laughs> yeah where you see like a guy working his del- his motorbike delivery job and you see a girl like going through her day yes and then at the end she like gets home and is cooking dinner and sit and you think that they are about to sit down at the same table like this is a couple at the end of their day but no, they're in different places and he's eating dinner alone and she has a different boy at her table. And yeah. I was like, oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> and the other, the different boy hands her jewelry and the other boy that we thought she was with has like a jewelry box as well, presumably that he never gave her. And it ends with like him remembering them being together. And it was like, wow, yeah. what a what a buzzkill uh, that music video was. <laughs> Super buzzkill. But from what I gathered from the YouTube comments and from what I could find online, nobody knew who was in this group for most of its existence. Yes, they were. Most of the YouTube comments are people being like, I think it's this person. I think it's that person. Because they didn't tell you who was singing. The members of this group were cast through a blind audition. And then they debuted without any member introductions. So they, and then the music video was faceless. So yes, they like kept this group shrouded in mystery for some reason and they had released a pre-debut song called a watercolor of a rainy day but that is a co-ed duet so presumably only Mm. one of the voices in that is that one is from is from this group but in april of 2020 they were removed from cube's website and the last like instagram post of theirs is from september of 2019 so no official announcement has ever been made but they they were disappeared from cube's map as cube is want to do want to do yeah it was just so crazy because i thought like okay faceless group of trainees that they never said their names but then when i googled more they had full member profiles and had taken like photos they were like four pretty girls yeah i don't know man (laughs) what i don't know cube is so fucking weird (laughs) they are (laughs) yeah so that was a train to autumn Um, All right, next we have from FNC Entertainment, another group that we have gotten in the random game before. This is Honeyst. Was it Honeyst? Honey Street? What did it It stands for Honey Artist. Okay. So I think it's Honeyst, which I always, I kept kept mistyping as honesty because it's just one letter in the wrong place. Yeah, it is. Um, but they debuted on May 17th, 2017 with a single called Like You. And this is what we watched when we got them on the random game. They are the band that lost Dance or Band to SF9. But I guess they both got to debut in a winner. Yeah, winner icon, icon kind of style. Way. Um, but yeah, the mu- this I remember really liking this song, and when it came back on, I was like, "Yeah, this one." It's just like a good, it's just like a good little like acoustic sunshine boy song. Mm-hmm. But only one of the members like really gets all the camera time in the video. Yeah, and I wonder if that maybe was part of the problem and why they didn't last very long because they just like just barely almost made it to two years. 
um, because they supposedly disbanded it in 2019, in April 2019, for creative differences. So Creative differences. I don't know. That's usually what you say when people don't get along. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, but that's honeyst. Mm-hmm. And the next group on our list, we're really just going to briefly mention because the next company was Starship Entertainment and Starship Entertainment has a great track record for the longevity of their groups because their shortest lived group is Sistar, which had a seven year long career (laughs) of almost exactly seven years. They debuted June 3rd, 2010 and disbanded. Banded June 4th, 2017. Um, and we will come back to these ladies yes. because they deserve, they deserve a, a deep, deep dive, dive of their own. <laughs> yeah. But good for Starship for being an exception to this list yeah. and keeping your artists around. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's what I want for my monsters. <laughs> yeah. Keep those monsters. Take care of my monsters. Um, all right. So the next company we will look at is Woolim Entertainment. And Woolim Entertainment's shortest-lived group, another random game alumni. <laughs> That's a good name. This is Tasty. Tasty debuted August 9th, 2012 with a single called You Know Me. Um, And if you remember this, like, if you remember this, this was the music video. It's like a black and white music video. And these boys are twins from China. One was blonde and one had black hair. And the song is kind of like fantastic baby. Yes. I wrote big bang energy, but with real choreo because they they dance. Yeah. Cause they really dance. And the editing of this music video is really cool because they are twins. So they like really play that up with the way that they cut back and forth between them. It's like one is all in black and one is all in white and like whatever. Yeah. The flashes. Mm-hmm. I also, there's a, there's a choreo move in the chorus where they put their hands on their hips and they do like this shoulder wiggle, like get down thing. And I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this group disbanded on July 15th, 2005 when they announced themselves on Weibo to the surprise of Wulim that they were done. Yes, the twins posted on their personal account that they were leaving Wulim and moving back to China. And Wulim <laughs> Entertainment said, what? We literally <laughs> just discussed your comeback. Like, what do you mean you're leaving? And they said, bye! And they went back to China. Wow. And now they promote under a DLXL. So they're still a duo, still doing it. All right. <laughs> Wow. Tasty. Tasty. All right. Next on their list to the heartbreak of our dear Shannon. Yeah. I'm from Pledis Entertainment <laughs> is Priston. These girls lasted just two years from 2017 to 2019. They debuted on March 21st with the single Wee Woo. <laughs> Kristen was so good, you guys. It's really, I'll never stop being sad about this. Like, they were such good dancers. Yes. They were such good dancers. I'm like, I'm going to hold it because I have Rex. But, like, I'll talk about more Kristen later. I, I mean, I'll specifically recommend some a video at the end, but I'll say for now. Preston only put out two EPs. They have like 11 songs. You can listen to the Preston discography. It's not hard, but they were such good dancers. They were such good dancers and they had really their choreography, like really skirted this beautiful line between like very sexy, like S line womanly choreography. And then like sharp, cool, just really interesting stuff. They had a single called Black Widow that was put out as a separate single. And the dance practice for that 
is one of the most mesmerizing K-pop dance practices, I think. They have a move where they do like a full spin and they twist their legs all the way up and then they spin back around the other way like a wind chime. And it's so cool. And like, oh, they were so, they were just so good. And like 17 loved them. And like, I just, they, uh, Pristin. Why, Pledis? (laughs) Why? The music video is also very cute and it's like cheeky. So they had like a fun sense of humor about them as well. So it's really, they did also try, like they had a, a small subunit briefly, but they just never got the promotion that they, that they deserved. Um, and yeah, after they disbanded on May 24th of 2019, seven of the 10 members left Pledis. Um, mm-hmm. And moved on to to other things, and debuted as Hinapia that also didn't even yes. last a year. These poor goddamn yeah. girls. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But anyway, so that's me. I will be the person on the Priston videos that someone will watch in ten <laughs> years, and I'll be going, "They were my favorite. Yep. They were so good. I'm that person. Because it's a for cycle. This group." It's a cycle. <laughs> and here I am mourning my short-lived group that I loved so much. I love Priston. I love Priston. All right. Next up on the list, DSP Media. Their shortest-lived group is a boy group called A apostrophe ST1. It stands for A star one, right? Yeah, it stands for A star because it's a... Uh acronym for Asia star number one because the member it's an international group of Chinese Japanese and Korean members but the hangul is written a style a style a style yeah oh because one one is Ah, there you go a style so yes so it's pronounced a style but it stands for Asia star number one Cool. Okay. Well, they debuted on April 17th, 2008 with a single called One, Two, Three, Four Back. Um, so this was 2008, right? Yeah. And it looked like 2008. They have perfect... PC mullets, like their hair is in so many pieces and in so many swoopy bangs. (laughs) Um, And the music video had a lot of vests and a lot of hallways. Yes, it did have a lot of hallways. just like in multiple hallways. Yeah. But the song is really fun. It has like great piano in it and strummy guitar. I felt like it had, like the boys are really good singers. I liked the melody of the song a lot. It had very strong like... 1998 NSYNC vibes. I wrote, I wrote mm. that elementary school me would have been very into this. 2008 yeah, me, maybe not. But 1998 <laughs> me, absolutely. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Um, but Ace Thai uh, disbanded on November 24th, 2009. The members posted in the fan cafe that the group was over and the company confirmed it a week later. Yep. So no real explanation, but a little less than two years. Yeah, was DS? Yeah, DSP is where SS five hundred one was. Yes, as yes. well. Or double S five hundred one. God damn it! I'll never get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're the same company. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. And that was like around the same time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, maybe that explains. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, two thousand nine. Oh, they, okay. They disbanded, Double S 501 disbanded in 2010. Oh, okay. These guys just, okay. Because we learned from a listener last week, just a side note for last week's episode, that a potential reason why Double S 501 didn't get renewed is that the uh, CEO of DSP Media had had a stroke a few months before that comeback and his wife was given temporary control of the company. Yes. So that could like, maybe they just weren't getting business done because things were a shooken up and it was easier to just dump groups than like figure out what to do with it. Yeah. And didn't we see that like the, uh, the contracts had expired like right before the, or like right after the comeback or something. Mm -hmm. So it must've just been something that's like, you know what? We can't deal with these negotiations right now. We have so many other things like contracts are done. Goodbye. 
Bye. Um, but yeah. 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 So that's a style. All right. Next up, uh, I misspoke earlier, I guess, because we do have Fantagio on the list, although they do currently only have like two groups. Um, but they are another one that we're just going to quickly skip over because their shortest lived group is Hello Venus, which was around from 2012 to 2019, another seven year group. Um, Almost to the day like Sistar. Look at this shit. Yes, because they also, I think, like Sistar, just uh, Hit seven did their full that. contracts and then they were done. They debuted on May 9th and they disbanded on May 8th, seven years later. So that was that. But Hello Venus is on my fabled deep dive yes, list. So, so to be we'll continued. Um, all right, next, here's another, like, recent sad, mm-hmm. because Jellyfish Entertainment's uh, shortest-lived group was Gugudan, and Gugudan debuted on June 28th, 2016, with an EP called Act One, The Little Mermaid, and the debut single is called Wonderland. And the Little Mermaid thing, when it started with, ah, I was like, y'all are going to get sued. <laughs> like, I didn't know that it actually was going to, like, I didn't be Little so Mermaid. <laughs> um, but then the actual song didn't, like, continue yeah. in that way. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the this music video, they're, like, fairy sparkly, like, fairy girls. And there's, like, a big giant moon. And they do the dance in, like, a few inches of water. Yes, which I was like, oh, cool, they're doing water. And then, like, the... S- the like second move, I swear, in the first two eight counts of the song, half of them have to get down on the ground in the water. And I was like, <laughs> right at the beginning of the song, like, no, now they're all now soggy and they have to dance while they're dripping. Like, that's terrible. Um, but I did write that the song was like fun and cute and the um, iridescent outfits. They had like a pink set and they had a blue set and they were both very, very cute. Yes, also incredible whistle notes toward the end. Oh yes, worth. Noting. Oh yes, this was definitely like my. This is my kind of girl group mm-hmm. music. I was like, yes, love this. Um, but Gugudan, which just for an interesting fact, sometimes is spelled with a nine for that third for the second G because the Korean word for nine is gu. Ooh. So Gugudan, cute. Um, but they, Gugudan is one of the groups that like suffered from the produce curse because they debuted and then all of the members auditioned for produce 101 and Sejong got in and went all the way to IOI and then, you know, they tried to go back and then they didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't put out anything for like the last two years of the four years they were around. They didn't even do anything. Yeah, Priston was part of... They had members in IOI as well. Yes, they did. Mm -hmm. That IOI curse. That produce curse. The produce curse. It really got people. It really did. Um, But I know this was a sad one because they just disbanded at the end of the year in 2020. Um, And yeah, they were good and there were a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And it's always just like a bummer when a group like doesn't even do anything and then disappears. Yeah. And they had done like a significant, not, they didn't have a huge discography, but in comparison, I mean, they do have like four and a half years. So that is longer than most people. But if you don't count the two years of inactivity to the end, then they've got two and a half years of doing stuff. And in those two and a half years, they released three EPs, two singles and debuted in Japan. So they must've been popular enough. Like what is the reason that they would have just fallen into a two-year unofficial hiatus like why jellyfish why i don't know and didn't all of the girls like stay at jellyfish yes even though they disbanded gugudan yeah jellyfish announced that they were disbanded but that all of the members were still staying so it it's not like it wasn't a contract thing it was like we're just not doing the group anymore weird yeah i wonder if maybe the girls didn't want to do it anymore. I don't know. This I have, yeah. I have a lot of questions. Lot of I have questions. a lot of questions too, because I know that like it's a thing that that happened with a lot of the produce groups where like the one girl that was in produce is so much more famous mm-hmm. than the others or what have you. But I still don't get how that. 
I don't get how that hurt. Doesn't that just help the group if everyone's just paying attention? Yeah. Even if they only know one member, like then they could know the others if you just, but maybe it was just like Sejong is so booked and busy and they were making so much money off of her that they were just like, I don't even care about the group. Cost money to like put the group. Maybe, out. maybe <laughs> like, the company because they are a smaller company. And we have seen, and I feel like we've talked about this before, about how it is cheaper to manage individual activities than group than to plan group schedules. Yeah. So because they are a smaller company, maybe Sejong's popularity kind of showed the company like we might be able to make it might be easier for us to make more money if we manage these girls individually and so they just yeah. dissolved the group um but i guess only time will tell because so far like we haven't seen the girls do anything like since the disbandment really so i don't know if they'll do maybe they'll be put into smaller groups or they'll start making solo debuts or some of them will start being actresses like we will see i know for a fact at least five of them are actresses right now so maybe they'll just keep doing that but we'll see yeah um so sorry to goo goo (laughs) dot All right, the last one on our list is from a company called C9 Entertainment. Um, And this group had a very interesting end and like kind of weirdly messy, but they are called Good Day. And they lasted about two years-ish. They debuted on August 30th, 2017 with an EP called All Day Good Night. And the title track is Rolly. I wrote glitter swing cheerleaders because that was the concept of this music video and song. It's so jazzy and yeah, big band and fun. And they are so sparkly. The boy in it is a CIX slash wanna one bay something. Jin Young, maybe. All I remember is that his last name was Bay, and I thought Bae. that was cute. I love a Bay. I love a Bay. Um, but yeah, this was so cute, and it was like such a bummer that this didn't really go anywhere because uh, after this, six out of the ten members in this group went on the unit. None of them made it to the final group, and then. Uh, in November of 2019, they didn't have an official disbandment, but Signature debuted, and five of the members of Good Day are in Signature. In signature. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so that kind of listed as their unofficial disbandment is when Signature debuted, because five of the members went to Signature, and then four of the members went to the group Red Square, and the oh last, God, yeah. yeah, and the last member stayed on. She has, she is still under the company. The last I or the the article I read said that she had the last. What am I saying? Blah, blah, blah. My sentence is broken. She's still under the company, but she's a songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. What? That's that's an interesting turn. I yes. wonder if that happens. Hmm. I wonder if that's happened many times or not. Like so, because I when the, with these like groups. Mm-hmm. Where there's like, they don't last very long or like some of the people are like really good. And I always wonder, like, did all of these people just like slip into regular life and go get an office job? Or like, did some of them just like take behind the scenes jobs and stay doing music stuff? Yeah. Because like, I know there's the one member of like sex that like fully just like became a regular old businessman. But I don't know if that's the exception or if that's what people usually do. Of the member profiles that I perused in researching for this episode, I remember one of them saying that the former member of Swan, one of the former Mm. members of Swan, I believe, uh, became a lawyer. Wow. Yes. That's a change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, major change. Um, Yeah. But good day. Well, I guess the now they're if they're all still working, they are all still working. They're in yeah, different they're girl just groups all writing music, all different. And I think C Nine is no longer like it got absorbed into some larger company mm. as well. So they kind of had like a weird, just like immediate reorganization and like fizzle out 
of good day. Um, but the ladies are all still active, so not the worst ending of the list. But the last yeah. of the list. <laughs> yeah, the last. Great job. Yay. Um, so, yay. So those are the stories of a few groups that didn't last all that long. Gone, but and not is, forgotten. But not forgotten. But wow, how random. I mean, I know we've done almost, we're getting close to like 200 episodes at this point, but still, that, that we so many of so them many. came up in the random game is crazy. I know. What are the chances? It's like our random number generator knows to give us the shortest <laughs> ones first to be like, let's get yeah. these out of the way. We'll get you groups that have three years or less. Yeah, I don't know. Quick time. Maybe it's helping us save the bigger groups for their respective deep dives. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Random number well, generator, always on our side, <laughs> always listening. Let's see. Let's see how it's feeling this week, and we'll be right back with a random game. All right, we're back, and I feel like y'all won't believe me. I almost don't believe me. But we pulled the random number generator up and it literally picked red square. And we just said red square. I called like, it out just on said purpose. It. Oh, I specifically referenced it. the random number generator as a test to say, we always joke about it listening. Prove to us that you're listening. Like going into a haunted did. house and being like, what's up, ghosts? Knock if Are you, you here? <laughs> And the random number generator said, yep, I'm yep. here. And I'm always <laughs> listening. <laughs> Scary. I like it. Thanks, number generator. Yeah. I like I love I loved how this often, music video. So happy yeah, to watch I, it again. I bought this song as soon as we finished our girl groups episode last year, which it's almost time to do that again. Woo! Um, but yes, Red Square, as we just mentioned... It's a five-member girl group that contains four former members of Good Day. Mm -hmm. Plus one original, originally debuted as a solo artist, girl named Lena. The other members are Green, Chea, Ari, and Bomin, and every member has a color assigned to them. Green, blue, yellow, pink, and purple, respectively, mm -hmm. for their colorful concept. Yes, and that is the title, like we talked about in our last Girl Groups episode. Um, the title of their single was called Colorful, um, and we both really, really liked this uh, this debut. So, Yeah, I'm interested to see, though, that since we've done our Girl Group episode, they have changed companies. <gasps> oh. So I hope that this new company puts something out for them because yes. we haven't seen them since last may yep since this debut right yeah and is this the is this the video that's faceless yeah isn't this the one that um you never see their eyes yeah I it's think not so. like totally faceless but yeah yes it is but kind i'm of. scrubbing through it wow well i'm very excited because i loved this so i want this let's all yeah, relive it together shall we I think we shall. I think we shall. All right, Google, add, you finish playing. <laughs> there we go. Cookie, are you excited? She can't wait. <sighs> I know. <laughs> she loves girl group music. She does. All right. Let's check out Red Square Colorful. If you'd like to watch along, press play when I say go. Three, two, one, go. Yes. Right. Uh, Ladies colorful. with blindfolds colorful. and test tubes. Colorful. Yeah, colorful. Maybe they're like making makeup. I can be pink. I can be purple. Yes, cheerleader screams 2020. Yes. And there's Ooh, Yes, that was a good good body roll. Wiggle. Yeah, we're cutting between like a silhouetted dance set and then like kaleidoscope makeup lab oh i oh, love this song yeah 
Yeah, they definitely are making lipstick. Mm-hmm. But they are blindfolded and wearing like lacy witchy dresses. Yes. Oh, and those lipstick things that like love design. What if they are making witchy love potions? Makeup? Love potions. Because look at all of this chemistry. Science. Oh, I love this lacy yes. blindfold. That's great. Also, this would have been a great, this should have been like a lipstick ad. Like, why didn't we pay for some product placement? <laughs> yeah. Could have been a or nail get polish paid ad for. too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it just says colorful on that makeup. Yeah, this is could not have had a brand. Placement. Oh, look, we saw her eyes, but not her mouth. I love this Yeah, this is such a good song. Oh, they're eating grapes. Oh, it's so fun. Kala, 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 full. And they keep put, like, they are playing their, like, showing their name a lot. Yes. Red Square. Oh, look at that Ooh, hat. hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, beautiful shots of, of makeup. makeup and fruit. And mm. these girls look so glamorous, even though With I can't see any of their blindfolds. eyes. Yeah. Ooh, that girl's dress had like mirrors in it. <gasps> Just jamming now. Mm-hmm. I like how cheerful the song is with how sort of spooky the music video is. So it's not overtly witchy, but it has undertones. Mm Mm-hmm. Undertones of spook. Oh, now we're in like a digital space and there's a red square square. descending. Pose, pose, pose. Yes. Walk. <laughs> yeah. I love it. We hope to see more of you soon. Yeah, come back. Come back. Wow. Come back. Well, thanks, you creepy random number generator. <laughs> Glad to have you on our side. Always, always. <laughs> All right, that means it is weekly recommendation time. Do you have something? Well, I know you had something ready to go. I saved a thing that, a Priston thing, that I think if you are not a Priston fan, but you are a carrot, I might be able to get you in with this, which is that when Priston was still the Pledis girls Uh with a Z, because they were the Pledis girls before they debuted. Yes. Um, they do a cover of Adore You and they do it so well and they re-sing it. They're not just dancing to it. They like re-recorded Adore You with girl voices. Wow. And they do the choreo perfectly and it's seriously so good and it just made me sad and miss them but it's really great. So Pledis Girls Adore You. It's Girls with a Z. Check that out if you've never seen it. And then feel sad with me about Priston. <laughs> oh, yeah, Priston. Gone but not forgotten. Not forgotten. All right, my recommendation is also uh, a girl group, but one that we're glad to welcome back, and that is our dear Red Velvet. They are Ooh. back almost a full two years, and they are back with an EP called Queendom. And I saw a lot of people saying that Queendom was disappointing. And I can, I will say, I get it. Sure. It's been almost two years. The last release was Psycho. Which was a Psycho is a masterpiece. You don't Mm. get a Psycho every comeback. Sure. (laughs) But this is no Zim Zalabim. It's definitely it's not, not even an, not even a, a power up. 
Okay? Queendom is fun. I like I it. I like it. I like it. I love the strong and beautiful line. I like that it says mm. kings and queens. Kings and queens, That's including fun. everyone. And it's just, it's, the music video is a little, I felt like if anything's disappointing, it's the music video. I'm not disappointed mm. in the song because listening right. to it on its own, I, I jam along to it immediately. Oh yeah. But the music video I just thought was kind of like meh. Sure. Like, I don't know. They're just like underground, like, like they're like a witch's postal service, I guess. And then they go and they have like a Mad Hatter tea party. And like, I don't know. I guess it's kind of along the lines of like. I know you were sad about like, cheapy outfits. Yes, like some I just of the thought outfits that the, are cheapy. I didn't really love any of the outfits, and those final ones are terrible. Like I don't know who put Sulgi in that horrible, like studded corset with the tool, but you should be fired. And that's uh, that's that. <laughs> and that's just. And that's that, that on that. But I will also continue to say that the EP itself, I really, really like. And my recommendation is for the song Knock on Wood, because I think that one's my favorite B-side. And it's, okay. there's really only one of the songs, uh, one of the B-sides that I don't love, only because it's a little Frankenstein-y. And I, I think it is the B-side they're going to promote because there is a performance of it already. And that is Pose. See, that's the thing is I've been seeing everybody being like, Pose is the track. Po- it should have been Pose. But I think that's the only that's one the I don't really like. the only one I don't really like. It's the <laughs> only one I don't really like. There are parts of Pose that I really like, but as a whole, it feels very fragmented to me and it doesn't work as a whole. But whatever. Like, the choreo is really fun and I will say that watching the choreography like made me very happy. Um, But the rest of the EP is great. Like, the final song, Hello Sunset. That's my favorite. Hello Sunset is my favorite. (laughs) I knew it would be. It's a vocal heavy, like, beautiful like, let's time to sing track. But it's also got like 80s yacht rock instrumentation and I'm such a sucker for that. So I love... I love Hello Sunset. But yeah, it, what a great EP. I love I'm so happy. It's so good. Because for me, Red Velvet EPs are extremely hit or miss for me. Mm. Like there's a few of them that just like, no. So I was very happy that this one is not a no. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. I've been listening to so much Red Velvet lately. I've just had them. On, I've just been like going, listening to their discography like backwards. <laughs> there's really yeah. only a couple of songs that I don't like. Um. But yeah, anyway, this EP is great. Anyway. So this is, I feel like the same way that everyone was shitting on on ta- what alcohol free. Like I it's fun. I like it. <laughs> and it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. What do you want? It's, it's fun, fun and I like it and it's fun. <laughs> okay. Go That's away. Good enough for me. <laughs> That's good enough for me. It is. It's good enough. It's good enough for me. Yeah. Ah, well, please check out all of those things. And um, if you are a Patreon seasoned tier fan, seasoned fan tier member, <laughs> God damn it, I'll never say it right. Remember that you can submit recommendations to the form. You sure can. And also, without giving anything away, seasoned fan tiers, please remember that you have an assignment, which is due on August 23rd, which is this coming Monday. So please remember to get in your submissions. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, But yeah, that's it for this week. Um, We have a lot of really cool stuff coming up for the rest of the year, and I'm very excited. I can't tell y'all about a lot of it now, but it will be good and fun. So stay tuned, as always. We appreciate all of you for listening. Um, And if you would like to talk to us or tell us something, we can be found at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, We have a YouTube, Ask Me About K-Pop, the podcast, where there's you can listen to the podcast and there's supplemental videos and playlists like this episode. will have a playlist of all the things that we talked about. So you can watch everything we described. We also have a Spotify for the same reason for Mm -hmm. audio purposes. You can listen to everything we described. (laughs) 
AMA K-pop on Spotify. Um, all of these things are in our link tree, link tree slash AMA K-pop pod. Uh, you can get to our Discord that way. That's where all of our listeners hang out and talk to each other. You can go talk to them in there. You can send us a voicemail. Um, we've been getting some like random voicemails lately with like comeback feels and stuff. And people are always like, I don't know if you check this. Oh, I absolutely check it. I listen to every voicemail <laughs> the second it comes in. So like you can always leave us messages. Um, 181-AMA-K-POP-5 is that number. We have a mailbox if you want to send us something. P.O. Box. Two six zero nine six. Nice, good job. Los Angeles, California nine zero zero two six. Yeah, <laughs> and Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. If you want to donate money to the show, we will reward reward you with extra content, and you can participate in the show. Um, that's all. That's and it. That's all. It's all of the and uh, yeah. So thanks for stopping by this week, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. Good transition. Hello, I, mean, I, I have I have no idea what it's going to do, like now that you just said. I know. I called it out on purpose. I want to see. Say hello. Cookie. Oh, my God. I'm not fucking kidding. It picked red square. No way.